at the end when they uh they uh commandeer the helicopter and they have it like drop them off in the in the opening mm-hmm. and then the CIA agent rolls up and then like 50 marines are all in ghillie suits like just hang just laying just around. No, around no big deal choppers come out of nowhere like where were you guys 10 minutes ago Welcome to A Cast With No Name. We are your hosts. I'm Jay. And I'm Matt. This is episode 77, and this episode we wrap up our first James Bond month as we jump ahead 22 years to 1995 with Pierce Bronson's first turn as Bond with GoldenEye. <laughs> but first, don't forget to visit our website, uh, castwithnoname.com, where you can listen to our entire episode library. We are also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, as well as anywhere else you get your podcasts. Um, and as always, thank you for listening, and hope you enjoy the show. And hey, Coop. Hey, Hello. Coop. Oh, Coop's I'm here. here again. Coop, yeah. Coop's back. Here I am. Yeah. By the way, that is the best, or not the best, it's my favorite Bond song. Is it? Goldeneye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that your favorite too? Yeah, Coop? yeah absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were, Christy was asking me about that. She's like, what What are your favorite? I mean, Goldeneye's probably up there. Yeah. I mean, it's, I would say <laughs> top two, probably three. Top yeah. three. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, I like uh, You Only Live Twice uh, from Nancy Sinatra. Uh, it's a, I don't think I've ever heard that. Oh, it's it's fantastic. Is it? Yeah, it makes you go from six to midnight. Does real it? Quick, <laughs> a little bit. The uh, I mean, Goldfinger's really good. Uh, yeah. Um, it's very sixties. Yeah, I kind of like Tom Jones's Thunderball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so fucking Vegas. But, yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, uh, that and Adele's not bad. I yeah, mean, that's a good one. Skyfall's um, good. Billie Eilish did okay. Sam Smith did okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, they've gotten better. Yeah, as time progresses, I, I feel like um, I'm sure it was still a big thing back in the '80s and '70s to do the Bond song, mm-hmm. but um, since uh, and maybe it's just because I'm aware we're aware of it now, but I feel like it's yeah, all of them have been pretty popular, especially Adele's. I think that was like number one for yep. a while, and yeah, um, Sam Smith's and Billie Eilish's. Eilish, Eilish. Did Madonna do Die Another Day? Yeah, that's that's not good. I remember it was very popular though. Yes. Yeah. Um, for the time. For it's, the time. Yes. It's Madonna. But did you, did you know Goldeneye was written by a Bono and the Edge? For I saw too. that. Yeah. <laughs> and thankfully performed by Tina. Turner Thank God. Yeah. So I was thinking that would have <laughs> been terrible. That's why. Yeah, Bono performed it. It would have just been like three minutes of douche just falling on the screen. As mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah, Goldeneye. Goldeneye. When was the last time you seen it? Probably f- five, six years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's been How about like, you? Yeah. It's been maybe like t- ten plus years for me. Yeah, I was, yeah, it's been like ten years. Yeah, I think since I've seen it all the way through. Okay. Yeah, I still liked it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Do you think it holds up? Uh, certain parts do yeah. more than others, but yeah, I think it's still very solid, especially, you know, 95. I like the practical stunts in it. Mm-hmm. There's uh there's some scenes where there's, you know, some CGI sort of things, but it's nothing like, Oh, but they have a lot of miniatures in this. Though. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. which is good. Like the, the satellite scene at the very beginning of the movie and everything to where yeah. you can kind of tell that's miniature, but yeah, you have a lot of that. Yeah. Older filmmaking stuff in it. Which yes. Is fun, very much but. so. And I didn't realize that, uh, what? 
<laughs> I'm opening up my book of notes and I like it's blank. I, I have live and let die, and then I have golden eye right over here and nothing <laughs> underneath it. Um, that's fine. Well, that's I've seen there. it so many times that like when, when I watch it again, I'm like, oh, okay, this is. I remember like beat for beat, scene for scene for the most part. So yep. I didn't really write anything down. So with this, uh, this was the first Bond movie in like six or seven years from because the last one was licensed to kill yeah. and there were lawsuits and everything else kind of wrapped up uh in the beginning of the 90s that kind of prevented another bond movie from taking place um so once the lawsuits were settled then they had to kind of reinvigorate the franchise they brought in martin campbell um which was his first time directing a <clears throat> bond movie he's directed to the other one was casino royale so he kind of reinvigorated the yeah. franchise twice they went back to him yep the uh and um they wrote the movie uh it's first post cold war bond so yeah because golden golden obviously isn't a is it based off an ian fleming book nope yeah no um yeah no uh the only reference to ian fleming really for golden eye was um that's what uh ian fleming called his jamaican had or his house mm. or his estate that he had in Jamaica. He called it Goldeneye. Um, but that's oh, really? That, yeah, that's where they got the title from. Interesting. Um, but they just happened to call the satellite yeah. that. But um, so they originally read it, think, wrote it thinking that uh, Timothy Dalton was going to be returning as mm. Bond, but so much time had passed that Timothy Dalton was like, yeah, I'm no, <laughs> like I'm done. So they got Pierce Bronson to do it which he thought his time was past because they wanted to get him for uh, the living daylights. But he, and he thought he was going to be able to because he was on a show Remington steel at the Mm -hmm. time and NBC canceled it. And then uh, I don't know if people were upset that they canceled Remington steel, but then NBC kind of heard that, Oh, they're going to, they want, they want Pierce Bronson as James Bond. Well, maybe, and then they kind of thought, well, maybe we were too, too quick to cancel Remington Steel after three seasons, and so they picked up another they, season. They, they picked up four more seasons. Oh wow! And preventing him from going to do James Bond. So then they went and got Timothy Dalton, who said, "Okay, yeah, I'm finally old enough to do that." And okay. So he he did his two, and then uh, so Pierce Bronson thought that um, he wasn't gonna. Be able to play him. Be able to play him because he thought the time had passed. And Chris Columbus, who worked with Pierce Bronson on... Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh-huh. Uh, according to him, he gave his two cents to the producers of the Broccoli family and everything. He said, you should probably get Pierce Bronson. He would be good. And so he, he takes a little bit of credit <clears> of having... <throat> I'm sure he was... Pierce, if Pierce Bronson was in the running before, he was going to be in the running again. So they took advice from the Home Alone and Miss Doubtfire guy? And why wouldn't you? <laughs> why wouldn't you? He's a franchise king. It's Box movie. office gold. Yeah. Home Alone. Home Harry Alone. Potter. Yeah. Home Alone 2. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter Part 2. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So a uh, little bit of background from that. So it was... Uh, but yeah, so it was originally written with Timothy Dalton in mind. So that's why it's kind of more darker. Not, I mean, it's not darker, but more still on that serious kind of tone. And it's the first post-Cold War, so we're no longer in a Cold War with Russia. That has passed um, and no longer a thing, which they kind of 
Yeah, they touch but on that. Touch on that in the story. Yeah. So, I which guess. is interesting because Russia was kind of always like, like they kind of separated Russia from Spectre uh, in the movies a little bit, but because in the books it was, it was Smirsh, which was a Russian organization. And then Ian Fleming wrote Spectre to kind of separate it from Russia. But yeah, Russia was always up until that point kind of lingering in the background as far as being not obviously not an ally, but with it being the Cold War, they were easily the go-to villains sure. for that kind of stuff, especially with spy movies. But <clears throat> Russia's always lingering in the background. Absolutely. Just, just, hanging, just hang- hanging around. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I haven't seen License to Kill or any of the Tim- Timothy Dalton movies. So to go from Roger Moore to this, it, I, was, I, I did remember there being so many one-liners in this movie. There actually are a lot. Oh, there's like the one-liners hu- the in every... I know, but there's a lot in this it's one. It's a little bit darker tone, though, so you it don't... Is. It doesn't, like, pause for audience laughter, no. so you don't really... It doesn't really hold no. you up too mm-hmm. much, yeah. No, it, does, it doesn't marinate in it. Right. It's kind of... He says it, and then it's on it's to the next on, thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I think this... I noticed this watching it this time around, especially backed up with uh, Roger Moore, is... Pierce Bronson, I think, is probably the funniest Bond. He or, might be, or not not the funniest as in campy or anything, but he's he's the best at delivering humor mm-hmm. in the role. Um, there's a couple of things like some his line delivery, I think, is better as far as the, how the one liners go. I watched, so I watched this on Wednesday. Thursday, mm-hmm. I watched um, the next one, Tomorrow Never Dies. Then after that, I watched. Uh, the world is not enough. And then on Sunday, I watched uh, The Living Daylights and then No Time to Die. And <clears throat> Timothy Dalton and Daniel Craig cannot deliver one-liners. Um, <laughs> yeah. And But Pierce Bronson is always... Like, even in his two next movies, he was better... Like, he was he was just more comfortable delivering that or like his tone or the way his cadence, I think just lent itself to that kind of thing to where they turned into more throwaway lines, which you don't really notice. Some of them are very hard written as far as like, that's an obvious one liner kind of a thing, Mm -hmm. but um, not even just with the one liner delivery, but like the little things that he does, um, I think makes bond a humorous, like somebody with a sense of humor, but also a serious side, like when he's in uh, Q's lab and he's like, sees the a computer and he's just kind of like, just fumbling on it. And Q just kind of looks at him. He's like, you finished? He's like, huh? Oh yeah. And he like shuts it. <laughs> like just like, like his <clears throat> cadence is just on point. Uh, what sticks out to me is when he's talking to him and he's talking about uh, Xenia on a top and he just kind of stops for a second and gives her a little side eye and a grin and then just, ke- just keeps it moving with the conversation. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you either catch it or you don't. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he's really good in that. Um, I, and, and he's good at, I mean, he's a good actor too. Yeah. So. Well, he, and he, I, I thought he was, he's a good physical actor too. Mm-hmm. Like when he's in pain or struggling or yeah, like, I was like, okay, I believe that like Roger Moore, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a stark contrast between those two yeah. when, cause when he's fighting somebody, I actually believe, okay, he could probably fight. Yeah. Just the way he looks and mm-hmm. carries himself. I don't. It just, it, it looked good. Yeah. And yeah, he has like some, like he has grimace when, yeah, when he's exerting yes any kind of activity and, uh, but yeah, he, that is a good point. He, his 
better at the physicality. He's better at selling that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it definitely all like I, I would probably say he's. Ugh, I was going to say the best all around Bond as far as being able to do the kind of humor and everything else. Not so much close to the book, but um, but no, I mean, I think he he was pretty good. Um, his later movies, like it started, like he did four of them. The first two were great. The last two get, they start turning into camp. Oh like really? Just, yeah. The die another day with the, the windsurfing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember stuff. that. stuff, And I mean, all of it may not be his fault. I mean, a lot of it probably isn't just because everyone was using computer graphics at the time, but yeah, but no, I thought, I thought his first two movies definitely in GoldenEye specifically is, I think, he, yeah. he did really good. I think there's an argument there. He might be the, at least for this movie in particular, might be the best portrayal of Bond up there. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely up there. I think it's this is one of the, in my opinion, GoldenEye is probably one of the better Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. What, what were some of the things you liked about it, Coop? Uh, I definitely liked Bronson's portrayal. Um, maybe it was just the darker tone of the movie or um, the way he, he personally played the role. Um but I also liked that the script kind of got right into the storyline. We kind of see a snippet of him as a younger agent when he runs into uh, Sean Bean uh, as 006. Um, and then they they kind of play out a little bit of his past, and then it fast-forwards to the future. Now he's a more uh, seasoned character, a more seasoned agent, and how he kind of looks at things from a new perspective, uh, more so than when he was first starting out. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like the way that the story kind of developed from there because you get that little snippet of how he used to be versus how he is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's one of the better uh, cold opens. Yeah. I love the cold open. Yeah. the Although rewatching it, yeah, this, this is not a nitpick either. This is blatant, just geographic sure. error. Yeah. Sky, or he base jumps, um, not base jumps, he bungee jumps off of a dam. A dam. Yes. Goes all the way down to the bottom. Yeah. Goes further down into a bathroom. Yep. Punches the dude out. Yep. Then they're running around. How did they get back on top of the the mountain? (laughs) They climbed all those stairs. They just didn't show it. They just didn't show it. They made their way all the way up there. I I needed a cutscene of that. Just like them cutting to the stairs. They run up and then like five minutes later, like that little SpongeBob thing. And they're just like, oh, fuck. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Huffing and puffing, sweaty as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Well, you could argue... Well, And that's a nitpick. Yeah. But. <laughs> at, le- at least you know that they that, that cliff would exist because there was a dam, so there yeah. was an elevation factor involved, I guess, but I don't know. It is one of the... I think it, it all... The cold open is amplified because of the game, because that's what I instantly think of when yeah. I see oh, the whole sure. cold yeah. open. I think of the first level of Goldeneye yeah. on 64. Every time they would go to a certain scene, I'd be like, I remember playing that level. Yeah. I remember that level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. For sure. That's why this this movie kind of resonates with me more just because God knows how many hours I spent as a kid playing that game. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't think I ever played the game as like just the campaign version of it. Mm-hmm. I think every time I played it was just multiplayer. Yeah. But which I think I have it, but I just never... Never got around. I was kind of hoping you'd have that broke out as a surprise for us tonight when we showed up. Oh, it's right over there. We can hook okay. it up. It takes all of two have seconds. You, have you played it? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I mean like lately. No. 
Oh God, it's, 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 after not, play, it's not good. No. <laughs> after playing like not a good time, doesn't Bob. give you the feels or anything. After playing you're... Halo and Modern yeah. Warfare, yeah, it's yeah. it's a little dated, but yeah, yeah it's still good. Yeah, but yeah. So what's Jay? What's the summary of this movie? The summary of this yeah. movie. Oh, it was like the plot is Yeah, concerned. what's the plot? In case so, people haven't seen it. Years after a friend and fellow double O agent is killed on a joint mission, a secret space-based weapons program known as GoldenEye is stolen. James Bond is assigned to stop a Russian crime syndicate from using the weapon. And that weapon is GoldenEye. That weapon is GoldenEye. Yeah. Um, what did you think of... Do you like that plot? I think it's a pretty... I, yes, I mean, because at least recently, a lot with the Daniel Craig movies, there's never, um, and it started, I mean, they had a little bit of it, um, in Honor Majesty's Secret Service, Bond goes rogue, does his own thing, so he, he meets up with Draco, does his own thing. Um, I'm sure there's a movie that I don't remember because of trauma. Uh, from Roger Moore that probably does something similar. Uh, License to Kill is pretty much that. Uh, Bond just goes like just goes off for a revenge plot, um, and then uh, Bond starts to kind of go rogue, and the world is not enough, and then die another day. I feel like he's just totally rogue. Hmm. Um, Casino Royale. Uh, he's doing a mission. Uh, Quantum of Solace kind of goes rogue. Skyfall goes rogue. Uh, Spectre goes rogue. I mean, yeah, it's, he's going rogue. He, he, and it's, it's the same thing with like Mission Impossible <clears throat> to where, yeah, the, the rogue half the time to where I like, I, I like simple plots for Bond movies. I like the meeting with M. Here's the mission. This is what you have to do. This is what you can't do. Now go do it because I mean, it just set, it's a nice setup for each story. Um, but they haven't done that recently with, a, with most of the bond movies. Um, so I, I like it just simply because it has that scene in there to where it's just the, the simple setup. And then you, yeah, then you go, what do you, why do you, are you not a fan? No, or? I am. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I liked how simple it was. It wasn't like overly complicated at all. Sometimes they get a little crazy and outlandish with the, uh, with like the, uh, evil intent of the main villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think this, this is pretty simple. Yeah. You know, they use, they use, I guess, old technology. I know it's newer, but the, I obviously the satellite has been up there for a while. Mm-hmm. They just need to activate it. And I, I, I was reading reviews. People are upset. that like, Oh, he just wants to rob or steal money. I'm like, yeah, that's so. Uh, so what? Like the prime motivation yeah, yeah. of most people. Well, yeah. J- yeah, James is like ridiculing him. He's, he's yeah. like, you're just a bank robber. It's like, who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, that's, of course, for, for millions of dollars. What's of the problem? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you got me. I don't have a higher purpose. Right. <laughs> and I, I actually thought that if they made this movie, to, not this movie, but if that was the plot point or the device today, it would be even more impactful because thirty years later, like, God, everything is. I could not imagine oh, yeah. if the grid went down. In any, in any, people keep people lose their shit when like YouTube goes down for yeah. an hour. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I can, imagine if like the the grid, the actual electrical grid, like you couldn't access any communication, yep. your bank accounts, anything, for like a for day. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would a be week. fucking chaos. Yeah. So and I mean, that that'd be kind of a fun movie. It would be. It'd be, it'd be almost like some of all fears, hmm. almost like when they yeah had the nuclear bomb go off, but like the uh, um. 
But no, that that would be a great. Because in '95, no one had cell phones really. They weren't widely distributed. Yeah. So would it be? Oh yeah, it would suck. But I don't think it would be as crazy as it would be. No, I mean people. Today. A lot of people didn't even have personal computers. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're. I mean, you couldn't drive anywhere because no. uh, I mean anything with solid state in it would be yeah gone. So all car and I think solid state was like the '70s when they started mm-hmm. coming out with that for. Um, automobiles um automobiles and so i mean you would have that and i think that would be the biggest disruption is like oh you can't you can't drive yeah, you anywhere just you don't have work. power yeah. yeah so refrigerated medicine would be an issue which they probably want to touch on that, food yeah. yeah food yeah spoiling and shit like that but, yeah but no that would be crazy they should bring back golden eye they should <laughs> that'd be a good movie yeah just have like the second half Bond running through like a fucking wasteland of shit. It, like it was just it was, no power anywhere. And it would be like The Walking Dead. Like everybody yeah. just shooting each other over a can of green beans, shit like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that would be that would actually be kind of cool. like if they if they went back to the continuity of this main continuity to where um, <clears throat> someone got Goldeneye back up and running and just set it off in a major city. Yeah. And then Bond had to go back and get all of his old fucking gadgets <laughs> because because <laughs> now your cell phone, which is the right. main Bond gadget anywhere now, yeah. is completely obsolete and he's just left with those things, which would be kind of funny. But. Yep. I, I liked uh, the Bond girl. Uh, she's, which one? She's pretty good. I liked them both. Yeah. I thought... Uh, um, Famika Jensen, Zena on a top, yeah, Jean hilarious, Jean hilarious yeah. last name, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they sat down and was like, okay, let's think of something kind of cheeky for yeah, this. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, I, I like how uh, <clears throat> they didn't make her like she was believable. She wasn't like uh, I don't know who Famika Jensen. Yeah, she. It wasn't like uh, I'm trying to think of an example of. Like when I when I think of like uh, Angelina Jolie's Laura Croft, I'm like she's five foot three and like she can't kick ass. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, she weighs 120 she pounds. Out, she filled this out the bra. Stupid. That's all it took for her. Famika Jansen, I can believe it. And they gave her the the additional attribute of being a pilot. So it's like mm-hmm. okay, she's yeah. she's intelligent or at least she's um um has uh, useful. Yeah, so she has a skill that's useful. Yeah. This so is like purpose sense. to the plot other yeah. than to bang, look good. Yeah, look good and bang yeah. James Bond or not bang James Bond. Right. This is, this is like the first James Bond movie that did that. And even the other girl was like a computer programmer. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They weren't just bimbos that were floating yeah. around James. Yeah. Like they had separate purposes besides yeah. orbiting him. Yeah. 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 The What was her name? Natalia. Natalia. Had a purpose of being there at the end. That made sense. Yeah. Other than being hot and mm-hmm. Walking you know, around arm candy to be walking Cuba around or wherever the satellite was. Yep. Yep. The, um, no, I, I like Natalia better than Famke Jansen just yep. because, um, now, uh, on a top's physicality was believable. Oh yeah. Um, it, and it's an, and I mean, it's a, it's a ridiculous <laughs> thing, but it kind of makes sense. You can kind of almost feel like that, that suffocation, like, or imagine how that would, uh, play out but i can her, believe it on the fat colonel the, yeah like <laughs> like i believe that because that guy's out of shape i mean she's got to have long legs though. yeah she probably does but it's the movies i guess they sure. always be longer but the um what it's just the the cartoonish whenever she comes from shooting people <laughs> she's like 
<sighs> Even the general looked at her like, what the fuck is I know. going on right now? I was yeah. like, if, if I was a general, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not having her. Like, she seems unstable. Yeah. Like, she's ejaculating. She, she could turn on you at any second. Yeah. yeah. I was like, good God. Like, but I mean, some of that shit was kind of cartoonish for me. And uh, it, it felt more 80s than it did. I don't know, it felt slightly yeah. out of place, um, <clears throat> but it didn't ruin anything. No. Jeez. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it felt like it was in line. Yeah. No, I, th- I thought the acting across the board was good. Uh, Alan Cumming as Boris. Yeah. Great. He was good. Yeah. Small role, but I mean, he was, I feel like first time I saw it, he was one of the people that people remembered. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, he, he, he was unique out. enough and uh, did a good job with that role. Um, had the typical Russian accent. Yeah. <laughs> Very thick. I want, when I was watching it, I was thinking, There's, do they really sound like that? Is it that thick? I don't know. I, like that I think it's the way that we, think, that, that we think they sound, but it's not really I how they I think they, they sound. probably sound like they're speaking Russian because everyone mm-hmm. in this movie is just speaking English, like no problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no accent. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that they named him Boris too. Like really yeah. guys, there's no other Russian guy name that you could have called this guy just Boris. Boris, right, last name Karloff, yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um the uh but yeah, the guy who played the colonel. Um good. I mean, everyone I think I think did a great job. Yeah. I remember being a kid watching this thinking that uh the moment when Sean Bean came back and he was the guy like funding the whole thing or, mm-hmm. or running the whole like, oh my God, what a plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> you watch it again, it's like, oh yeah, of course. Like, they're setting it up for that to happen. Yeah, I, I, is, I have a distinct... You can see this from a mile away. This is the first uh, Bond movie I saw in theaters. And um, unless my parents took me to License to Kill when I was a kid, and I don't remember it, yeah. but uh, that was 89, I doubt they would have taken me. I don't know. I don't think you wouldn't so. sit through that. Yeah, or are you? Think, yeah, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. But no, how are you? Six? Five? Yeah, six. There's no way. I mean, I sat through Last Crusade. That was in theaters. That was the same year. What kind of kid were you? I don't know. But you they were... didn't. Take, they didn't take me to Batman '89 though. Yeah. They yeah, you, they you more said, likely sit through that. They said because well, it's not meant for kids, which. Eh, I think they probably just said that because they wanted to go to a movie without sure. me. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the main reason but so wait what's better for kids james a james bond movie or batman 89 james bond is rated pg wow the new ones are rated pg-13 the the 89 batman looks a lot darker than it really is too so they might have seen the advertisement or something and thought "Mm, maybe not for kids i don't know without me it's probably date night yeah which i could see Sure. But anyways, this is the first one I remember seeing in the first Bond movie. I remember seeing it during that scene when, uh, yeah, spoiler for 20, 30 year old movie, uh, when Sean Bean (laughs) comes out of the shadows. Like I remember before he was revealed, I remember some guy in the theater saying, it's his old partner. (laughs) (laughs) Like before. In case anybody missed it. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was before he was revealed. So he's like, Uh, call it out. Oh, yeah. 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 And even uh, better. <clears throat> but I still remember that, and it's everybody threw popcorn partner. at him. <laughs> um, which to this day, even though every time I see that scene, uh, that voice pops into my head. Yeah, like, it's his old part. <laughs> yep. But one thing I never understood about the movie, maybe it was a plot hole, was why he, why Alec was so upset that he reduced the time to three minutes to give him that like 
It's like he gave me three minutes. It wasn't it's part like of we, his plan. Right. Well, well, plan. It wasn't part of the plan for him to get caught either. But here we are. You no, know, you got to make a move. What? No, no, no. I mean, he was he was upset. I think at Bond for because he thought he had more time. Mm-hmm. But he he lessened the time because Alec, Alec just got shot. Yeah. So he's like, I got to get out of here and blow it mm-hmm. up sooner. So I just didn't understand why he was upset for that. Like, what did you want me to do? Well, I thought you were dead. Why did he care? Like, yeah. I mean, Sean. Yeah. He I, held a grudge I, yeah, for it. You're dead. I'm <laughs> I'm saving my ass. Yeah. What do you think was going to happen? Yeah. Also, anyway. you're the bad guy, so you know, fuck your opinion, anyways, right? Yeah. Like, but but I think it was just a means <laughs> to set up the escape from the train. So he could say, I yeah. gave you the same time, yeah. the same five minutes that you gave yeah. me. Just so they could say that line. Yeah. And so he could say, I, I, we have three minutes. Sean Bean did live all the way to the end of this movie, though, which is pretty well, shocking, right? I mean, yeah, doesn't, until doesn't the, he, the satellite crush him. Yeah, until yeah. the end. He lived till the end, yeah. Normally, yeah, I, think, I feel like he dies like Yeah, he usually dies pretty, pretty early, early He on. does. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Or midway through. Yeah. yeah. Or the, in the very first season of uh, yeah. one of the best yeah. shows ever yeah. made. My favorite character. What a scam. What a yeah. fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's going to be an arrow coming in to intercept this or something, no. right? No, nothing happened. Nope. Yeah. They just let it happen. Boo. Yikes. The, uh, yeah. How many movies has he died in? It's like him and I forget the other actor that he has like a running because someone was like, oh, because I remember like in the mid 2000s, everyone was saying, oh, no one's died more than Sean Bean. And God, I wish I would have found out the other person's name. But someone was like, oh, such and such. And then you think about it, like, oh, fuck, that person died a lot, too. And it's like a running <laughs> total between those two of, as far as the ones. That yeah. Died. But um, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I only know Sean Bean from from this movie, Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones. I've seen him in a bunch of other stuff. But mm-hmm. those are the ones that stand out. And he dies in all those. Was yeah. he? He was in. Uh, shit, I want to say heat, but I know that's not right. No, he was. in uh, um, Robert De Niro and the Robin of Bank in Europe. Oh, heist. Mm. I'll look it up. Hold on. I got to find out who's died more than Sean Ronan? first. Yeah, Ronan. There you exactly go. right. Yeah. yeah. So he, he does. He, he doesn't die in The Martian. I just watched that this weekend. Yeah, that he doesn't die. Oh, I don't even remember him being in that. Yeah, he's one of the. He's the flight director oh, okay. of the Hermes. But no one dies in that movie. So there you go. Yeah. Um, another Ridley Scott movie that is okay. That's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're such a fucking that bitter. Fucking... <laughs> He's the worst brother. It's tough. It's tough to to hate the Martian, <laughs> a feel good survivor story. It's fine. I don't know. Oh, my mistake is I read the book before I saw the movie. So, oh, okay. Which I tend to do the reverse because the book is usually better. Normally, yeah. I agree with you. But, um, but yeah, so we have. Uh, Judy Dench being M. Yeah, she was good. Time. Yeah, she was good. She was yeah. good. Uh, and she was a good character. So we talked a little bit about, it was I think either Honor Majesty's Secret Service. In an earlier episode, we were talking about, oh, if Bond was uh, made a different race or made a different gender, um, would it affect it? And I mean, it worked out pretty well for M. Mm-hmm. But of course, M, I mean, mm-hmm. you can do that with side characters. It's a lot easier to do it with side characters. Yes. Um, but they say that they put her in charge of that now. So she is a different person that just has carries the M moniker. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So because they made reference within the movie that she is a different. Yeah. So it's not the uh, original guy. I, I got to tell you, too, though, I think that gives uh, 
precedent for what I was saying, what we were saying before that James Bond is also a different person. No. Because in Dr. No, 006 goes missing. James gets sent to investigate. Well, now in this movie, 006 is Sean Bean. So somebody so, else has had to replace him. And that's the thing. The so call sign, it, the, their call sign yeah. is interchangeable because there's double O's. But so we think that double but we think James Bond is not a code name. We think it's it's the, the same. That's guy. his real name. Okay. And double uh, O seven is his. That can the be code. interchangeable. Okay. So because you have nine double O's, and as one dies, then you replace them. Mm. So um, at least that's the way it should be. Damn it. Um, but yeah, Judy Dench. Uh, and it's also Judy Dench. Yeah, I know. So, they they fucking killed it with. Yeah, I mean, like like you said, it's easier to replace side characters by like gender swapping or race swapping, but also it's Judy Dench. Mm-hmm. So I, she's like one of the best actors like right. alive the, to ever do it. So it it'd be different if they replaced her replaced them with like just somebody you've never heard of that yeah. did an okay job. It's like why why would you do that? Mm-hmm. But if Judy Dench comes up and. It's like, hey, I'll, I'll play him. Like, what are you going to say? Yeah. No. The, yeah, I I kind of want to watch, I'm, I'm halfway there. I, I want to watch all of Bronson's era and all of Craig's era to see how her character, because there's slight changes the way she plays him, even though, I mean, I mm-hmm. feel like she does some slight changes once she gets into uh, Daniel Craig's era to where, um, and maybe it's written that way, but she's more of a maternal figure to yeah. Bond as opposed to more of a boss mm-hmm. in the Bronson era, which I, I kind of like. Um, but um, uh, you have uh, Hagrid. Yeah, Robbie Coltrane. Yep, makes an appearance. He's awesome. Probably the funniest scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. And Mini Driver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stand by your man. Who's strangling the cat, huh? <laughs> I love when she tries to hit the high note and they... Zoom in on Robbie Coltrane's face, and he's like, <laughs> just disgusted. <laughs> it's like, shut up. Um, what are some things you guys did not like or did not think held up? Hold up? <clears throat> I thought the scene on the, like when they travel to, um, is it Cuba? Yeah. Is that where the dish is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's not, yeah. <clears throat> it's not it's, one of those islands. Uh, yeah. The scene where he's pondering his thoughts on the beach, and then she comes to like, I even forget the dialogue. It's like you don't need to like, you have to be more careful or whatever she was saying. But the whole time I'm like, well, he's a he's a he's a spy. Yeah, that's kind of his job. So this is stupid. And then it was kind of like melodramatic and like yeah, uh, didn't age that well. The uh, yeah that and the you guys had a couple days just to. Just to relax, just to hang bounce out, around yeah. the beach. Well, yeah. it's like get a little R and R before we. <laughs> of course. Like I thought it was like we need to get here quick, and then they get there like, well, I mean, we we got time. Yeah, plenty of time. <laughs> time is it, it, It's in the secret agent union that you only have yeah. to work forty hours a week, mm-hmm. and then you get. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought the um there was definitely a plot hole. Like oh, if there was a satellite on this island, we would know about it. I would agree with him because could you imagine trying to build that fucking satellite? It's huge. Like under underwater. You'd have to remove <laughs> dig dig the fucking hole, remove the water, so that you could place it in there. Man build made it. Lake. Well, yeah, but that's a huge undertaking. But you would see them building this man made light. Like you're not gonna be like, Well, we need this giant like what are you building this giant hole for? Exactly. Yeah. I feel like the CIA would know that something was going on. Good. Something fishy. Yeah. 
at the end when they uh they uh commandeer the helicopter and they have it like drop them off in the in the opening mm-hmm. and then the CIA agent rolls up and then like 50 marines are all in ghillie suits like just hang just laying just around. No, around no big deal choppers come out of nowhere like where were you guys 10 minutes ago yeah yeah it's good timing <laughs> no help okay hey, thanks a lot jack swoop in to take the credit for it we saved this brit and his broad from yeah. <laughs> yeah. quick let's pop out while they're about ready to bang yeah. ah perfect timing <laughs> yeah um oh uh, i made reference to it last episode yeah best use of the bond song it's very good uh well uh, the scene so like in the past they've always he's walking through the lobbies cutting an apple playing the bond song or yep. whatever this one uh i think they probably use it one of the best times at, out of all the films it's when uh they're in russia and they kidnap natalia and um Br- uh, bond is trapped in the like the tank parking lot or whatever and like the car turns and then crashes through the wall and then you have the bond theme going or whatever i think probably one of the best uses great great he's he's like drifting the tank yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) that's cool that's a great scene yeah like fucking doing that and then after like the whole thing is done uh he just kind of like adjusts this high and then when he goes for it like it ramps up from the thrust Yeah. yeah that's pretty good i didn't like uh i hate the like the just so happens to be there moments where he's getting evaluated by uh mi6 in the car and then the lady, he's just so happens to have to like be investigating like drag racism. Like, stop with these just so happens to be moments. Like, you don't need to do this. It's so dumb. But, but that's a it's like, oh, that's the Ferrari that was drag racing me. What a coincidence. <laughs> it's a <trope. laughs> I don't think you guys like James. You hate the one liners. You hate the, the, I don't hate the, the one driving at the yeah. beginning. These were the, the best uh, delivered one liners. Yeah. Thus I don't, far. Yeah. yeah. You just don't need that, though. Mm-hmm. You don't need the... Well, it's fancy. You need service. a little comic relief, yeah. I mean, just like going through Q's laboratory and like seeing funny shit happen, like that's a trope. That's fine. Seeing, uh, doing the the racing with the lady in the car, that's a trope. Um, the one-liners, obviously, the... Uh, uh, a lot of tropes. Right. I, I like that the, uh, the, the, the Russian mobster... Vodka martini, shaken, not stirred, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, kind of threw that back at him. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind the one-liners or the uh, uh, the cue, mm-hmm. the gadget tropes, mm-hmm. as much as the just so happens to be there moments. I, yeah. I despise that. That is lazy shit. <laughs> Hate it. Just throw it out. That's fancy. You don't need it. Or at, at the very least, like go to the casino first to investigate her, mm-hmm. and then follow her, and then a drag race ensues. I don't know. You could yeah. you could carry the trope that way, but the sure. just so happens to be there moments are. It's just lazy. Yeah. It's lazy, stupid. What do you guys think of the cars? I thought they were nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're not much of a car guy. I'm not. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention to it yeah. either. Yeah. Every honest. time, because most of them were like Aston Martins. This sure. is the first BMW movie. Um, and whenever I see like one of the cool, like License to Kill or not, like Living Daylights and uh, No Time to Die had the V8. Uh, Aston Martin Saloon. Um, it was like a 74 version. <clears throat> and they had a similar body style and honor match seat. Anyways, whenever I see a Bond car, I'm like, oh, I want, I'm going to look that up. See see how much that is to see if it's like happens to be cheap. This is the cheapest car I've seen. That BMW M3. 
the uh, convertible, the mm-hmm. light blue convertible or whatever. You can get it for like ten grand. Oh, grand. really? Yeah. All yeah, the Aston Martins. Yeah. Oh yeah, no chance. Yeah, hundred thousand. Yeah, at easy. Least. And yeah. then there was one. He had a uh, a Series Three Land Rover in No Time to Die, which is the most recent one. It's just a Land Rover convertible. Like it came out in the seventies. It's like a hundred grand. And I'm like, oh, that's so fucking no big deal. So like the just just, just tax dollars hard at work for these. Yeah, guys. yeah. Uh, the uh, <laughs> but yeah. So if you want a bond car, this will be the cheapest one, more than likely. Okay, ten grand. You gonna buy one? Mur- no. Murph could buy two. It's it's <laughs> it's uh it's a girl's car. I'd rather have a Miata. You know, a man's yeah, car. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but no, that was just I don't know. Every every time I watch a, I'm always like, oh, God, are those cheap yet? Nope, nope. I'm still not in the one percent. So yeah, well, me either. Of course, and if you drove them too, it'd be like driving a forty year old car, which yeah, could probably be outhandled by a Corolla. <laughs> I appreciate nice cars when I see them, but I, I literally could give a fuck about yeah, cars. Yeah, I yeah. don't care. Yeah. <laughs> when people jizz over, like, explaining how much, like, did you just, oh, it's got like, a Hemi 500 horses. Oh, it's great. It goes from zero to 60 and three. Like, dude, I see all that stuff. I, care I don't understand. I just like the way they look and if they're fun to drive. That's yeah, it. definitely. <laughs> definitely. Like, when I see a nice, like Lamborghini, or like you said, a National Martin that I know is a quarter of a million dollars. I'm like, yes, that's a sure nice car. Mm-hmm. You have an appreciation for yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, my eyes glaze. Or over. a giant soon, yacht. As soon as someone starts talking about engine displacement or specs or any yeah. of that other crap, I'm just like, ah, uh, uh, looks nice. You lost me. <laughs> yeah. It's probably the same feeling that you get when people start just diving into sports. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you just tune out. Uh, what? <laughs> that's that's how I feel when people dive into cars. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's good. The uh, how would you guys rank this as far as the movies? I bet I know, but as as far as the movies that we saw, this for sure was my favorite. Better than Live and Let Die. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's (laughs) (laughs) easy. Yeah, easiest question that I've been asked all month. As far as the bonds, like the actual actor. How do you think he ranks? In this movie in particular, he's of the ones I saw. He's probably my favorite one this month. Yeah, yeah. him or Connery. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I would say, yeah. I don't know of the ones I saw. Of the ones you saw. So Goldfinger, I haven't seen in a while. I'm sure. Yeah, I would like, like compared that. to the characterization yeah. from Doctor No to Honor <clears throat> Majesty's Secret Service yes. to this one to, the, I would say, yeah. It, I, it, he feels complete. Of course, yeah, they've had 30 years at this point. Uh, yeah. I would say Brazen's Goldeneye, Connery's Dr. No, Lazenby, and then Roger Moore yeah. to round it out. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Anything else? No, I recommend it. Same. It's good. Yeah. I recommend it too. Are we just going to watch all Roger Moore's next November? Fuck no. <laughs> God, we're going to have to at some point because we got to get him out of get the away. way. Yeah. Um, get, it, get it out of the way November. Uh, <laughs> we're going to call it. Uh, well, there's a thing on Reddit that, that a bunch of virgins do. It's called No Nut November. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've heard of it? I've heard of this. Okay. So Not participated. This is like Sober October? Yeah. yeah uh, a little bit. Yeah. Sober October. Yeah. And uh, now it's like No, no Nut November. So we could call that no nut 
November sure. for next year and just watch all the Roger Moore ones because no one's going to be nutting during that time. Absolutely not. No. What is it literally what it means? No nut? Like you just abstain from sex? Yeah. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. And like... I don't, pleasure in yourself. I don't know what it's yeah. for. Yeah. Really? But, yeah. I I mean, what is sober why. October for? Who knows? Just people want to abuse themselves, a bunch of masochists. Well, I think half the population could probably be successful in no no November. <laughs> that's why I say virgins do it because <laughs> like if you're married, why 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 would you do that? If you you have a relationship, yeah. why why would you do that? I don't know. You're living alone by yourself, doesn't matter. Why would you do that? I don't know. Just take out your old cock and balls and just get a little just fucking knock them around a little yeah, bit. <laughs> it's just some balls and some cock. <laughs> oh, he's got a nice one. Just bring it over. <laughs> Come over yeah, here. Let me a, see that nice big juicy hockey. An oldie but a goodie. Me and Jay were listening. For those people who don't know what we're referencing, it's Adam Sandler. What the hell happened to me? I highly recommend you go listen to it front to back. Oh, I've been there. Down there, why you just play their cock and balls? <laughs> you got a nice set. Just play with your cock and balls for mama. Yeah, we were. Yeah, it was a, o- we Ozark. had the Ozarks and we were yeah. listening. I was like, I haven't heard this in a while. Oh, I'll see if it's still funny. Yeah, oh, s- uh, sure, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the sun is setting. We're enjoying a beer as the as the yeah. sun sets over the Ozark Lake, and we just have it blaring on our <clears throat> Bluetooth stereo. They're just cocking balls. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I bet people would like walk outside to smoke a cigarette or enjoy the view, hear you guys, and just turn around and go back inside. <laughs> well, we started off by listening to the longest P. Do you remember that one? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh god! Just a minute! I'm probably gonna have to go go home and listen to this now. <laughs> it just gets progressively crazier. Oh. Man, that's, no, that's one, funny uh, shit. One of my favorite skits was the goat. The goat? We listened yeah, to the goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did uh, Toll Booth Willie. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, I'm coming out of the booth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, great one, you fucking jacker. <laughs> Got my Louisville fucking slugger. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys watch anything else this week? Uh, Besides the assigned homework? Uh, all the Bond movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Bond movies that are listed prior. Yep. I think that's about all I... All I started... I we started Only Murders in the Building. Oh, I did too. Yeah? It's not that bad. No. Uh, what uh, episode are you on? We're on two. Oh. Oh, okay, cool. We should watch that. Yeah. Okay. In tandem. It's, pretty, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Jay, get in on this. Uh, I already saw it. <laughs> oh, um, the whole thing. Yeah. Well, not the whole thing. So, okay. Christy and I finished the first season... I don't know, probably like three or four weeks ago okay. or something. So it's a nice whodunit. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, yeah. I like Martin Short. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I do too. Yeah. So but. watch Mission Impossible. I was on a spy kick. Yeah. I haven't seen that sure. one in a while. Yeah. That, that's the first a, one. Easy oh. to get on yes. a roll with. Yeah. It's such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love Brian De Palma too. I like his style. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's much different than the other Mission Impossible movies. That's why I like it. It yeah. stands out. It's good. Yeah. I, I need to watch Carlito's Way again. It's been it's another good years movie. since I've seen. It's probably been twenty years since I saw that movie. <laughs> I actually just watched The Untouchables like two weeks ago. So good, so good. It's awesome. Enough of this running shit. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Well, well yeah. that it. What are right. we doing next time, Jay? Uh, well, uh, join us next time. Uh, oh. How would you rank this Bond movie with the Bonds we talked about? Let us know in the comments. Please? <laughs> and while you're in the comments, why don't you just play with your cock and balls? <laughs> All right. Before we- <laughs> it's going to be a much like cock and balls, kind of just cock and balls comment, comment. I would take it. Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> get demonetized forever <laughs> with our tens of views. Yes. Um, all right. So join us next time. Uh, we are going back to doing a top five list. We haven't done it in a while. Yeah. Looking and forward to it. We are going to be talking about our top five most overrated movies. Yes. That we've seen. Cooper, going to get in on this? Absolutely. You want to? I've yeah. got a few that come right to the top of mine. Okay. So, so yeah. these could be, be anything. Yeah. yeah. Anything. Movies that we've seen, obviously. But yeah. uh, movies that were more in like the way I'll probably approach it is sure. movies that were recommended to me. Yeah. And that I watched or that movies that everyone was praising and that I watched sure. and was complete dog shit. Okay. Just the worst fucking thing you've ever saw. Gladiator. No. They need to tune in. Oh, yeah. sorry. I thought yeah. we were going. No. All right. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> so we can argue about that next week. Um, That's the dumbest. Uh. It's. I, I, it probably won't be on my list because I barely remember any of it. All right. Just because you're afraid it. if you watch, watch it, it again, you're going to love gonna it. Like, no, it's mm. a long movie, isn't it? It's like two hours and 20. Yeah. It's like your standard yeah. movie. You can watch it in pieces. Fucking Russell Crowe. Look at the Irish movie. three Just hours and 20 that. minutes long. Yeah. It's Russell Crowe and Ridley Scott. Like that's a tag team of. Hey, you like Alien, com- right? It was a good combination. I, I loved Alien. You like The Martian, right? It was all right. Oh, Martian was fine. Matchstick Man was pretty good. The movie that he just came out with two years ago or a year ago with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, oh, Jody Cormer, the, the long Adam Nighters, Driver, the last night, the last duel, the last duel. That is that's a great movie. Um, that's one you'd like, I think. There was, I want to say there was another movie. It was Matchstick Men. Yeah. Alien, The Martian, and uh, there's another movie that he did that I thought was fine. (laughs) Um. (laughs) What an ass. Fair to Midland. It was fine. It was Um, fine. Yeah. All right. But anyways, anyways. that's next week. Top five most uh, overrated. Till next time, Jay. Till next time, Matt. Till next time, Coop. Till next time, See boys. you, Coop. See, See you, guys. Bye. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> <laughs>